That's right, it's that time again. It's one more A Curious Child podcast. Um, yeah, it's uh, nice and sunny outside. It's uh, just hitting what they call fall here. Fall, fall, fall. You never get that right. Autumn, as I would say, uh, back home. But I love this change of seasons as far as the feel goes. It's just, when I was, it reminds me when I was a kid, um, whenever it was like this temperature, it was the beginning of the winter sports season, which was, for me, soccer, for my neighbours, rugby league. And I know there's something sort of smell about the world when it changes. I love it. I love change of seasons. The only thing I don't like about the change of seasons is the effect on my sinuses. I get the achoo, lots of those things going on for a couple of weeks. Um, it's exciting, isn't it? Maybe lots of other people, I know lots of other people have the same problem, change of seasons, the grass, whatever it is, but... Anyway, yeah, that's what it is here in uh, in, in Hollywood. Just um, I've had a really busy couple of weeks in production. So um, once again, I'm sort of late, a week late on the podcast, but I just finished working on a great record for a, from a, with a band um, from North Carolina, Greensboro, North Carolina, and that's going to come out in a couple of weeks. And uh, I'll promote it when it does. But I so enjoyed working on that. And then this week, I've already started working on another project, which is. I'm doing the sound and I'm doing the score and I actually end up recording some of the, the voiceovers. And it's a podcast, very similar to the podcast Homecoming that's now a Netflix series. And the writers and producers of this hope to make this a Netflix series too. And I hope that they keep me in the team. That would be great. Anyway, uh, I'm rambling once again because here I am. I'm sitting with my guitar... And a microphone and my little my little studio, and um, I'm sort of doing this podcast. I'm getting it done because I have to jump back on the other job. But um, I recorded another song this morning uh, in another studio, and I just on the roll. So my grandfather used to say, "If you want something done, get a busy person. Get a busy person to do it." So I guess that must be me right now because I'm really busy, and it's great to be busy. And it's great to have lots of work in the studio. I feel very at home here in the studio. Um, but I'm going to feature a song, as I always do in these podcasts, and uh, the song, it's, it's called It's Always You, and I just released it, I think I released it a year or so ago up on Bandcamp, and I'm sure it's on Spotify and iTunes as a single, And but the song really is, goes back to my teenage years when I started to question and started to wonder about is there more than you know, what there is, and, you know, is there more than nothing? Is there God? Is there no God? Is there something? And I think in a good way, I had so much space as a teenager to think about whatever I wanted to think about. I didn't. I wasn't raised, uh, even though I was raised in an atheist home, I wasn't raised with, you know, big signs on the wall saying, there is no God. I, I didn't. I just didn't talk about it. And I think that helped me in my own way come to a place where I started believing in God. But I started believing really actually more 
nothing of what people said to me. There wasn't a book, wasn't a scripture, wasn't going to church, all those things. Actually, it was just nature. And I started seeing something in leaves of a tree and and bark on a tree, or eucalyptus trees. We call them gum trees in Australia, but there's so many different ones. And and I'd, I'd, I'd look at a leaf and I'd caress it and I'd go down the veins and, and I'd think, well, okay, but that leaf on next to it is different. It's got a different... It's not like, you know, someone painted a tree and they painted... Um, especially if I painted them, it'd be like, you know, a thousand leaves, identical kind of thing. But every leaf was different. And that got me started thinking about, well, is, is there an artist involved here? Could there be like a supernatural artist? 15-year-old, you know, brain thinking about these things, things. But actually this is where this song comes from, from those, those thoughts that really still live in me now. And I find that if I, if I approach faith or spirituality as a young person, as a young, a young brain, a young heart, young soul, it's clear, clean and clear of dogma. Uh, to the point where I can discover something fresh, which is what I think, you know, being curious is about. Let me play the first uh, verse of this song. sense of uh, knowing it, like I was saying, it's always you. I, at that time, I didn't think it's always you. I didn't even know who you was. Um, if you know, I know that's everybody's got a different you, um, whoever, whoever you think God is or the universe. Or I got some, you know, friend, deep, great friends who, who who think there's a creator out there, but not a God, um, or there's a force. You know, there's lots of things you can believe in. But and I didn't. Um, Having no church background, I didn't really have anything to go on other than just thinking, oh, there's something there. There's something something more than I can understand. And so I, I, I think that's actually a really much healthier way to start thinking about spiritual things as opposed to trying to live up to what's written in a book or what someone says to you from a pulpit. Obviously, you can learn great things from, from many, many different ways. But discovering something on your own and discovering something on a journey. And so I would walk uh, every every day, I'd be walking a mile or two. I'd walk to the bus stop, which would be a mile, at least a mile before I went to school. I you know, do the same on the way home. I'd walk to football practice. I'd walk to cricket practice or go to, I'd walk down to the to the main road and hitchhike to the to the beach in the summertime. And so I spent a lot of time on my own thinking and walking and, and um I, I don't know, you know, it's one of those things, was he pushed or did he jump? Was I, was I raised that way? Was I, was I just born that way? But I think being, being alone and being quiet definitely helps shape the way I see God and see the God working through me when I'm at my best. And even this morning as I get up here, you know, I really do have a busy schedule. And I said, I go for a walk around the neighborhood for a couple of miles and I come down and I make myself a cup of coffee and I have a piece of toast and I sit down and I... I read this book that I read most mornings here. It's Thomas Merton's New Seeds of Contemplation. And he's a, 
a smarter version of me, I think. He's a monk, was a monk, and he just writes beautifully about things, how we behave, how we react and everything. So I find it helps me. But I say that because if I hadn't sat down and read that book for 10 minutes or I hadn't had my coffee, I would have, my, game, my goal before walking was to rush back to the studio because I've got to get these, some of these things done. But the quietness of walking, the quietness of being still, the quietness in my soul, not turning on the radio or you know clicking Facebook or looking at the news. What did so and so say now? What did they, so many headlines flying around? The the beauty of not doing those things, I find myself the quietness of myself, and I and that's when I write in these songs because I feel like there's a quietness. My spirituality and my my connection with the God is in the quietness, not in the loudness, not in the not in the big meeting, not with loud music, even though I'm, I'm a creator of loud music often. But it's the quietness, and in the quietness I come up with these kind of songs. So let me play you the second verse. Beneath me, above me, within me, all through me. It's you, it's always you, it's you, I know it's you. I'm reading that, this book this morning, Thomas Merton, over a cup of coffee, there was such some really great lines that, you know, when you read a, something in a book sometimes you have to stop and stop reading and just think about what it means. But so much to me about um, my my God journey, my faith journey is about identity because there's something that I, I know from just the quietness. The closer I am to this quietness, to this, this source of quietness, this source of wisdom and love, the closer I am to it, the more I am me and less I'm troubled about who I should be and how much I don't care, compare myself to another person who may be similar to me or may have more success or have a bigger crowd or sell more records. And I do all those things when I'm rushing, when, I, when I'm only faced with the noise. But if I get a quietness going, then I, I don't really care that someone sells a million records and I sell 10. It doesn't matter. It's the, in the quietness, in, the, in that place of quietness, I'm, I find comfort in just being who I am. And... And Thomas Merton, when he says this great thing, you know, about if you follow, if you walk another man's path, then you arrive at the wrong city. And I just think that's so great. You know, you, you follow someone else, try to be like someone else when you end up in the wrong place. And you just got to find who you are and be who, be who you are. And so to me, this is this God journey about when I allow, when I, when I consider that God is around me, above me, within me, below me, Behind me, ahead of me, everything I'm nothing shocks him. <laughs> I'm just on this on this path, and it takes the pressure off. And this in this uh, sense of these songs that I record, this this particular song I recorded all everything here in this my studio, which is in my house. Uh, quite often, you know, most things I record are in other studios. But I had a lot of fun working on this track because. I gave myself time to enjoy it and I recorded it over several days as opposed to rushing it, you know, in a couple of hours, which I can do. If, if I'm working on a TV thing, often I have to get it done, wow, in two or three hours. It's, it's amazing that, that actually anything of quality can come out of that, but it does because there's a deadline. But 
in this song, I, I did spend time and I had fun. I have an old upright piano and I, um, I it, for the Christmas before I went and got a tuner, piano tuner, I went and I studied piano tuning online, YouTube. You know, you can learn anything online. So I, I learned piano tuning and I tuned the piano pretty well, um, time-consuming, but it was fun doing it. And so I recorded my piano on there and I... And I recorded all the bass parts and I, a friend played drums and I chopped up the drums actually to make them fit my arrangement. And, and uh, anyway, in, in, this br- in this bridge, I had so much fun in this bridge because the concept of, um, of God, God in, in the sound of waves, I love, I love being near the shore. I love being on the mountains and all those things, but being, being near the beach when the waves are crashing and, the, and, the, and standing at the shore as the waves ebb and flow, come in towards my feet and move away, come in towards my feet, move away, come in towards my feet, move away. That sense of like, I don't know, it's like a heart beating or it's like hands reaching out to just caress my feet and move away, come back. It's just something I love, but it's the sound of the waves crashing that are really, really fun inspiring. So let me play this, uh, this bridge section. And also to consider that I got so many of my friends to um, add their voices and their noises to the orchestral sounds, some trumpet sounds and lots of ahs, and to make it sound like that we're all there together in some glorious banquet somewhere. I hear the sound of the waves crashing to the shore. You draw me in into the deep. Than I've been this stuff interests you, this conversation about being curious about songwriting, about music, about life, I don't know, well, you visit my website, chrisfolson.com, and, and we'll continue the conversation with um, who knows what, who knows what's in store there for you. But this kind of, uh, the sounds, I love creating sounds in the studio, but also just sitting still. giving myself time on a song so I can find my way into it. Because if I can find my way into something, you know, just these are simple chords. You know, I'm just playing, this is a D chord. A, E minor, well, it's E minor ninth. I'm playing the capo on the second fret so I can play like a C shape, but it's just... The thing about finding, creating space if you're an artist, if you're a musician or a writer or anything, you, you, your goal is to try to create something that you've, you're, you can enter, you know, like you, you're creating a world that you walk into and you feel comfortable. Because if we can find, we can create something that's, that's uh, that a place that we want to stay in, 
then when we play music, when we perform it, when we share it with others, we can, we can draw them into the same experience. And I find that uh, you know, the God conversation and the music conversation is pretty much on the same path to me because I'm sharing something that's from my soul and it comes out. And if I just shared something from my mind, as in like, or, you know, I, I thought of something funny or something clever or, or I want to impress somebody, that's always the danger right there when I want to impress somebody. That right now I know I'm in trouble when I have that thought in my head because now I'm no longer caring about the audience. I'm not caring about the song itself. I'm not caring about the story. And so that's such a huge part to me about, about communicating, about caring and loving the audience or loving people is that when I, when I find myself in the moment, and that's really kind of this song. It's just a simple song. It's a moment in time, how I felt as a 15-year-old kid, uh, written now, you know, 40-something years later, because it hasn't left me the wonder of, wow, somebody was involved in this tree, creating this tree, and every leaf's different. Anyway, that's, uh, that's kind of how I approach these kind of songs. Writing songs for other people, I'm still doing it. I wrote one last week, collaborated with another songwriter. And when I do that, then I'm helping him tell his story. And helping, and put, I still push him though, like, but hang on, who, what's your audience and what are you trying to say to them? But it's their story. But when it's my song, I get to tell my story. And I can tell it how I, how I feel right. And it's, as I say this, I'm looking at a painting on my wall. I got this really cheaply at a, at a, at a, um, at a market in France, it's probably 20 bucks something, oil painting and it's not perfect but it shows a little sailing boat, you know, I guess like a little bay, a little tree and something about it reminds me of my, where I grew up and it, the imperfection of it and the, the colours, probably the water's too blue and the, the trees are too orangey and greeny, leaves and all that stuff, there's something about it that was written, was, written, <laughs> was painted by hand, was painted by a person who was who gave who poured their soul into it as a moment in time when they saw this little sailing boat in this little bay, and that's that little moment, that little square piece that's sitting on the wall there is like a song for me that I write and I stick it up on Bandcamp or it goes up on a record. It's a moment in time. The next time I uh, would sing a song, or the next time this guy painted the same painting, it should be different. The next time you sing or play, next time you do something, it should be in that moment. And that's what makes it really beautiful, and that that's how we connect. And that's I mean that's how this God story becomes even more real because within me, around me, on top of me, underneath me, all these things, we're in the moment so much together that it's it's just just you know it is what it is. It's so beautiful. Anyway, I leave you with the rest of the song, and I look forward to connecting with you somewhere else on Instagram, the Falsinator, on YouTube. Um, chrisfalson.com. Okay, thanks for joining in and thanks also always for my my very, very, very friendly and helpful sponsors, Blue Microphones and Martin Guitars. Cheers. You think of me.